Welcome to season one of the Encourage podcast. I'm Becky Keefe, Encourage Community Manager, and I'm joined by my friend and fellow Encourage writer, Mary Carver. Mary is also the author of Courageous Joy, the new Bible study from Encourage. Mary and I are exploring what it means to delight in God through every season of our lives. The good, the ugly, the beautiful, and the broken. Nothing is off limits in these conversations because nothing in our lives is out of God's reach. Friend, do you long for lasting joy in a world that offers temporary pleasure? Do you wish your joy didn't sway with your circumstances or hinge on your performance? Then lean in as we learn together how to become women of courageous joy. I feel like both happy and a little sad that we are on our last episode of the season one of the Encourage podcast. I know we've made it through the whole study, which is so fun, but also like we talked about, it's been fun to hang out with you and now it's over. I know we've <laughs> been sharing these little slices of life and hearts and awkwardness and friends. We <laughs> yes. hope that you have enjoyed uh, listening and, um, hopefully maybe sharing with a friend and having your own conversations. Cause really that's what this is all about, right. Is, um, we want to, uh, equip and inspire you to have conversations with the people in your life about what is God doing and what does it really mean to have the joy of the Lord? And what does it mean to be a woman of courage? And so Mary, um, these conversations have been just so rich and delightful and not easy as we always say, but I'm, (laughs) I'm grateful to have had them with you. Yes, me too. I'm so glad we've done this and I don't know, maybe we should just keep doing it. I'll just call you. I'll just box you. Right. We can do that, but I'll say, Becky, I had another thought about joy. Yes. And I'll be like, tell me. And I'm like, (laughs) And then I'll put you on the spot to be like, and now tell me this and now tell me this, man, I know maybe, I'm, maybe I don't want to do that. <laughs> so as we wrap up, uh, these conversations about courageous joy, uh, what would you say you have learned about joy from God's perspective that you didn't know at the beginning of this study? Well, I think the thing that I have learned about joy from God's perspective is that he is offering us a gift. Hmm. And (laughs) I used to go to a church where every Christmas, the pastor would give approximately the same sermon, but what, but that's okay. Cause it stuck with me. And he would always say, you know, Jesus is the gift. Will you unwrap it? Hmm. Which is great. But in this context, I think God is giving us joy, the gift of joy. Will we unwrap it? And will we treat it like the treasure that it is? Mm -hmm. Or will we toss it on a shelf and forget to even look at it after Mm -hmm. today? Yeah. It's so interesting that that is like the picture in your mind, because the thing that I was thinking about is that how I've learned that joy is a response of gratitude Mm. and worship. And if joy is a gift because God is a gift, then, Mm. you know, I can, I can be joyful in all things because 
God is continually worthy of my gratitude and my praise. And so I, I like how those two things um, are connected. Yes. Yeah. And I think probably my, my biggest and most, what I think will be the most lasting takeaway from this Bible study is that I want to chase joy. Mm. Uh, There are a lot of things that we can, and we often do chase in this life, you know, success, friendship, reputation. um, Even, you know, we talked about needing to be numb because things are hard. We, you know, we Mm -hmm. chase distraction yeah, or even entertainment, which, you know, I love me some Netflix, but what do I really want to chase? And that's, that's joy. Not that we have to chase it. Cause like I said, God's offering it, but right. what do I want to pursue? What do I want to keep looking for yes. and keep experiencing its joy? Yeah. Again, that's tied to like my other main takeaway I was thinking about is that, um, my joy is directly connected to how connected I am to God. Mm. And so when I think about like, whether it's a day or a week or a season, where I just, I'm, I'm lacking joy. I'm lacking, um, not happiness in my circumstances. We've, you know, beat that drum. Like it's not just about that, but I mean, I don't know about you, Mary, but even there's times where I can look at my life and be like, circumstantially things are fine. Like kids are fine. Marriage is okay. Work is good. Like, and yet I don't have joy. Yeah. And when I am honest with myself and with God, usually it's because I am not tethering myself to the Holy spirit and -hmm. his work in my life and the word of God. And so, you know, I don't want to get to the end of this study and be like, okay, I just have to, I just have to, to do more and try harder and then I will live a life of joy. Mm -hmm. But I think it's like, I have to, I get to, continually be in active relationship with God. Yeah. And I keep going back to that story that your friend told you about Jesus, that picture of Jesus mm, sitting on the beach. Yeah. And that, that like, I'm so happy you're here. I'm so happy to see you. Like I want my life to be rooted in that. Like, God, I'm so, thank you for waiting for me. Thank you for showing up for me. Thank you for being available to me. Like I want to be available to you. Let, that That's the source of joy. That's, mm-hmm. that's the well, the spring that overflows. Yes. And I think what you're saying is so important because if we had just stopped after me, um, saying let's chase joy, like I'm a slogan on a pillow or something, <laughs> I think that we can get confused. Mm. Even if that is our intention, how we go about it can still be misguided. Mm. No, the, how we do it, how, how do we chase joy by being in relationship with God, Mm -hmm. by spending time with Jesus? Mm -hmm. That's how. Yeah. And I think when we do that, we can't help, but be filled right with all the things, all the fruits of the spirit, including joy. Yeah. And when we do that, then when I have spent time in God's word, when I have not just poured out my request to him in the morning, but actually quieted (laughs) myself to be still, to know that he is God, to listen to his response to me, then 
I'm also, my eyes are trained to look for him in my life and be prepared to do all the things that we've talked about. Yeah. Right. Then I am ready to mourn with a friend who's mourning. I am ready to rejoice and celebrate someone else's joy. You know what I mean? Like it, that is what primes our heart and trains our eyes to be joy chasers, joy seekers. And that is a good thing. That is it. That, that is like, you know, was it last week or the week before our key verse was, you know, when Jesus said, I've come, they may have life. Like that's the full life of joy. When we are, when we are being joy seekers, because we are connected to the joy source. I don't have anything to add to that. That is exactly (laughs) it. That's so true. So how can we experience joy in every season? This isn't necessarily a new question. Like we've been talking about this, but I'm thinking about our listeners who are in a really difficult season right now. Mm. And it's easy to hear these words on a podcast or even read them in a Bible study and be like, yeah, but if you really knew what was going on in my life, you wouldn't be so happy. (laughs) So Becky, yeah. So what would you say to that woman? Or maybe even what would you say to yourself today of how do we experience joy in every season, even the difficult ones? This is such a good question. And it's good for us to be sensitive to how, you know, we're all in different seasons. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking about this, this last weekend before we recorded, I was really sick and I was uh, watching reels on Instagram. And this, <laughs> this reel came up and this woman was dancing around and she's like, you know what? I decided I'm going to have a good day. So I'm having a good day. And I wanted to punch her through my phone because <laughs> lady, I'm sick. I don't feel good. I can't have a good day. And so I don't want us to be like that. Not that there is anything wrong with that reel. If that was yours, it's lovely. But I think that, uh, it's a couple things and not that, uh, not that a checklist is going to get us anywhere Mm. meaningful or lasting. But I think that when we develop habits of seeking God, whether it's first thing in the morning, like we talked about, some people do that or while we're sitting in traffic or, you know, waiting for our kids to get out of school. Um, if it's just on our lunch break at work, if we have a habit of seeking God, whether it's through his word, spending some time in prayer, listening to worship music, whatever ties you to him. If we make that a habit, then when times are harder, we've already filled ourselves or God Mm -hmm. has filled us with his truth, with his love. So we kind of have a a store built up. Yeah. I don't know. I feel hypocritical saying that because I don't always follow that advice myself. Well, I think that's the thing for all of us. We, it's one (laughs) thing to know the truth. It's another thing to walk it out. And I certainly do not walk out perfectly the things that I always say or write. But I think it's like, I, I, I talk about like, I have to preach it to my own heart. Like Mm -hmm. we have to, it's not hypocritical to, to encourage me, to encourage our listeners, to encourage someone else and and yourself to say like, I don't always do this, but I know that there is value here. I know that this is one of the pathways that God um, honors when we walk in these habits 
of joy building in our lives. And, um, you know, I think I love every time in the Psalms where it's like, my foot almost slipped or I fell down or I was mm-hmm. in a pit. And it's all of these, you know, pictures of what happens when we are walking out regular life is that we stumble, we fall, we trip, we get stuck, but God doesn't leave us there. Right. Yes. Yes. Well, and I think maybe it's not just, well, do you have a good habit so that you're prepared for the hard times? Yeah. But do you know, do you have a set of tools? Mm -hmm. And I think that's kind of what this Bible study offers is that, uh, when it comes to finding joy, even in difficult seasons, finding joy in every season, as you go through the study, you're learning about how to find joy in who God is. Yeah. And that's connected to, but also a little different from finding joy in how God made you. Mm-hmm. And so we learn about that. And then we talk about why it's good to express our joy during the good times and how we can do that. But then also we talk about finding joy when, when life is a little harder mm-hmm. and why it's so important to find joy in community and how we can do that. And so I think that the study as a whole is kind of a joy seeking toolkit. Yeah. So if you have had the chance to go through the study, it might be something that once you're finished with it, you don't, you don't put it on the, on the top shelf, you know, like put it on the shelf that you can reach. So, you know, next time your season is not an easy one, you can go back to it and be like, okay, I remember this is how, this is how I can do this. This Mm -hmm. is what God has shown me. This Mm -hmm. is what I've, I've learned, what he's taught me. Yeah. Which goes back to something that we have mentioned again and again, and it's how important it is to remember Yeah, how important it is to actively rehearse the truth, to speak out what God has done. Um, you know, if I had to choose, if I had to say one thing that helps me experience joy in every season, even difficult ones, all those things that you just said, Mary, are so true about joy and who God is and who he made us to be. But if I had to choose one, I think for me, it would be doing life with a trusted friend or few. Mm. Last episode, we talked about, um, you know, join community and mm-hmm. God's design for the church. And we are one body. And that is so important. But I also think often about how Jesus yet had a group of close friends. And then right. he had even like a couple of even, you know, closest friends. And that would be my encouragement to you is like, you are a listener, like, who can you really share? Like, when you are in a difficult season and just be honest with and have that person help point you back to the hope of Christ or who's that person when, you know, that they're not going to scoff at the trivial thing that you're happy about, or they're not going (laughs) to be like, Oh, you're just tooting your own horn to say that you're, you know, excited about this good thing in your life. Like, no, like friends who have welcomed like both my pain and, you know, my joy, like that helps me be joyful in every season and who is generous to share those things with me. You know, um, I don't feel like I've said that well, but that, that, that is such a a key to me. And I feel like such a gift from God and is, um, intimately linked to how I experience joy. Yeah, I would agree. That's so valuable.
We want to leave you with a final verse to think about, meditate on. We challenge you to memorize it. And it is John 15, 11, And it says, I have told you these things so that you will be filled with my joy. Yes, your joy will overflow. And those are words from Jesus himself. Um, and I just, I love that. Yes, your joy will overflow. What a promise that is. I love that. I think that's the perfect way for us to wrap up because that was Jesus kind of wrapping things up. I have told you all these things. And so throughout this podcast season, throughout the Bible study, he has been telling us all these things so that we can be filled with his joy. Mm -hmm. And we all know that sometimes, you know, happiness can be fleeting. It can be difficult to access, hard to maintain, but joy in the Lord really will last through every season. Mary, I'm so grateful for you and these conversations and your partnership in creating the Courageous Joy Bible Study. If our friends want to continue to connect with you, where can they find you? Oh, well, thank you for having me and walking through these conversations with me. If people want to connect with me, uh, my website is marycarver.com. I'm at Mary Carver on Instagram. And of course, you can find me on the Encourage website as well. Yes. Yes. I'm, I love your words You can find them almost every month at encourage. So guys definitely check that out. If you're not signed up for our daily articles, you will get joy delivered into your inbox every day. We would love for you to go to encourage.me and sign up. So my friends, thank you for listening. Thank you for yes. being on this courageous joy journey with us. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Encourage podcast. If you want to learn more about becoming a woman of courageous joy, pick up the Courageous Joy Bible Study, available on dayspring.com or wherever books are sold. Stay tuned for season two of the Encourage podcast coming this summer. We'll be talking about courageous influence. If you want to get a jump start on that conversation, you can pre-order the Courageous Influence Bible Study now and invite a group of friends to join you and we'll discover together how to embrace the way God made us for impact. The Encourage Podcast is sponsored by Dayspring, makers of our favorite cards, journals, and gifts. Need a little hope and encouragement? Head over to dayspring.com 